Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. G'day and welcome to the COB on this Friday. Andrew joined by Kyle. And Kyle, I began the day with more Fed speak, which was certainly hawkish. You can see there's a lot of frustration there among those uh, those Fed members. The Americans, they keep spending. Would you stop doing that? Um, James Bullard, actually giving a bit, bit more uh, specificity, I should say, in regards to where those rates are going to go. Yeah, well, I think the whole talk last night, was it uh, Williams as well, speaking of uh, potentially 7, 7% Fed funds, right? Um, you know, sort of exercising the Taylor rule there. But um, yeah, you, you've, you've got to sort of assume that, you know, they want to be able to sort of step down and see how things go as far as existing um, existing hikes. But they're very, very worried about the impact that that's having on asset prices and how that's going to make their job more difficult. So seems to have been what's uh, bled through Wall Street last night and, and maybe onto our local market. It's been a very, very slow day and... Well, I dare say a slow week. Yeah, because on US markets we saw did see those uh, those yields lift, and as a result, the US dollar also, and that uh, certainly curbed some of those uh, risk assets. And yeah, that's uh, sort of played out to a degree on the local market, but it looks as though we will end up uh, slightly higher. Uh, quite a bit of weakness at the moment in the material space, most acutely felt in those uh, in those battery metals. Yeah, a bit of a pullback. Uh, I guess it's uh, still that kind of lingering effect of what was it, the Macquarie, uh, sorry, Goldman, Goldman note, the Macquarie um, downgrades that we saw at the start of the week in, in lithium. Um, you know, materials, I think, has probably been the, the sole outperformer for the week. If you look, you know, sort of more broadly speaking, that, that China news that, you know, we could be incrementally seeing some, uh, you know, uh, easing of restrictions there and perhaps some support for its construction and real estate sector that's um, that's boosted that. But um, so, so it is higher, higher for the week, but um, I think, yeah, perhaps a, a little bit of a drag today. And again, there really hasn't been much going on in, in our. Uh in our, in our local trade. Yeah, certainly the financials are looking fairly positive today. Elsewhere in the material space, the big news that uh, BHP had upped its offer for Oz Minerals, which uh, looks as though that is now a done deal, uh, putting a premium on that from uh, $25 a share to $28.25 thereabouts. In fact, uh, interesting that uh, the share price for Oz Minerals hasn't reached that level. It's uh, Sitting at about twenty-seven and a half dollars, but um, risk that, premium in there. That yeah, go through. Well, Is that's it? right. It's going to take a few months, and um, but broadly seen as a win-win situation. In fact, um, it uh, brought that uh, to our attention as far as stock of the day on the call today with uh, Henry Jennings from Marcus today and Rudy Philip at Van Dyke from FN Arena, looking at that deal and uh, the future. Then where it holds for uh, BHP now, it's going to take more of a play, certainly in the copper and the nickel space. Uh, so let's get a reading of uh, their thoughts on the future for BHP. Um, well, if you, uh, I still like BHP. Clearly, it's, uh, it's the quality miner. I think, you know, you, you hold that stock. 
I don't know if I'll be buying up here. You wait for the weekdays and Oz Minerals. You know, there's about a dollar upside in that one. So mm. if you really want your three and a half percent for the six months, annualize that to seven percent. There's probably better ways and easier ways to play that. And you've got to factor in the cost of money, but that's a buy. Um, I wouldn't be chasing it here. Um, as I indicated earlier, I think uh, next six months ahead could be quite volatile and, and, uh, and challenging. Mm. Um, if, you, if you're patient and you really want BHP in your portfolio, I mean, be patient. All right, so that is a, a double hold, uh, but uh, broadly, um, obviously, seeing that as a win-win. Uh, everyone is a winner, as uh, Henry had quoted there from Hot Chocolate. All right, so um, what else are we looking for then at the moment? Um, you know, we sort of talked about the US dollar there, Carl, uh, the Aussie dollar having come off. Have we seen recent peaks, do you think? It's hard to say. I think everyone that we're talking to, right, saying that the US dollar's um, had its had its day for this cycle, but it's how fast it comes down and... Um, you know, whether even perhaps we see it sort of um, trough here and, and trade sideways for a little while. So we get FOMC minutes, which we will be fascinating next week. I guess it's going to be a pretty old document by the time we get it. It's still going to be a month. It's about a month till we um, till the Fed actually meets again for the final time this year in, in December. Um, but, you know, that'll probably be very, very influential. I guess the other thing we've seen this week is that big drop in long-dated um, long bond yields. Um, and that's, you know, in large part um, contributed to that, um, that, that, that dollar weakness and obviously also supported, supported equities. So, um, I mean, we're, we're probably going to be clutching a little bit next week for you know, macroeconomic data, at least as it relates to the States, it's a bit of manufacturing data, I think some consumer sentiment uh, numbers that we have something uh, to, to look forward to as well. Um, but, you know, we're going to keep sort of, I guess, clutching onto this Fed speak and see if the market's, it's still going to sort of run with this narrative that things are going to step down and um, you know the pace of hikes are going to slow and then that's you know good good for markets. We're certainly in a fascinating position in equity markets at the moment. I'm getting a diversity of opinion. I've got that this morning, in fact, when I spoke to Steve Sosnick from Interactive Brokers, who's expecting perhaps uh, some more lows here, that volatility to continue. He's remaining extremely cautious. Whereas then P- Peter Cardillo from Spartan Capital, well, he reckons we've seen the bottom that uh, a Santa rally is ahead is all up from here. Yeah, I mean, I think we were talking about it in the last call last week too, right? You know, with the, after the, the CPI numbers, whether, you know, the, the market has room to, to rally. And I guess this goes to, you know, the next question that we have to ask is that if inflation is coming down, is it going to keep coming down progressively and steady enough to get to the Fed's 2% target and, you know, I suppose in reasonable order? Um, or whether there's a risk that, and I guess this is why the um, these Fed speakers are coming out and, and speaking quite harshly about, uh, well, um, where, where rates could be uh, and what how markets are reacting to, to recent commentary and, and data is that, you know, we could see this rally in, in risk assets that could last through to Christmas and the start of next year, but it might eventually feed through again to some stronger economic activity that eventually um, means that Fed, uh, the inflation doesn't come down or, or troughs at a higher uh, above, um, above the Fed's target. Uh, and there's always that risk that it takes off again. So, you know, it, it looks like the runway's there for a bit of a Santa, Santa rally, but it, it raises the question, how long can that last if it does um, mean that inflation doesn't get back to target um, perhaps as quickly as the markets would, would like? Yep, so next week, Carl, as you said, fairly quiet, certainly locally, and also not a lot to go on overseas or in the States. Um, not a lot of data there. Purchasing Managers Index, that's always watched, but um, yeah. really, I, I guess it, it, it's... 
investors, markets looking at that Fed speak at the moment more than data. Yeah, Fed speak. There's the RBNZ too on Wednesday. So, um, you know, I think I heard earlier in the day when um, I wonder what is being discussed on the show that the expectations at the moment is for another 75. You know, those central banks have been used as kind of um, canaries in the coal mine for, for you know, um, G3, G4 uh, central bank policy. Um, so it'll be, you know, interesting to see whether they continue to sort of push on with rate hikes. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll be that, the FOMC minutes the, the day later. We've also wrapped up US earnings season and that's sort of coming a bit lukewarm too. So I guess it's it's a slight lull and, you know, we, we are into the last last week of the month more or less. So that's that's pretty typical. Uh, but yeah, Fed speak, FOMC, maybe the RBNZ. All right. Well, enjoy the weekend and yeah. we'll do it all again next week. Thank you, Mr. Gagan. See you, mate. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.